Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Good Friday to you all. Andrew Coppins, Pat Oni, alongside you. For the second to last time on a Friday live and direct, um, we will be taking Christmas Eve off the 24th. So we have today and next Friday for you. Um, and then the week following Christmas, we will have some pre-recorded shows. So we won't be live and direct for you. These are going to be shows that uh, that deal with topics, not necessarily topical, if you will. Um, so warning you that you are getting your second to last Friday fish fry of the year. And uh, that will be coming in the second half of the show. Of course, we're also going to crown a brand new Richard of the Week. But it is a glorious Friday here in Chicago, Pat. It's a glorious, really? Glorious? Yeah. Is there ever such thing as a glorious Friday in Chicago? Hell yes, there is. When, um... The attacker of Jussie Smollett is now about to be sentenced. Our streets can be safe again. See, I want to say that I stand corrected, but is this something that's really glorious? Well, yes, our streets are much safer today. How? The MAGA Forever attackers of Jussie Smollett you were mean put to justice one. yesterday. You mean the made-up ones? Wait, what? Th- they were made up. Uh, uh, wait, hang on a second. Jussie Smollett, mm. who attacked himself, has now been convicted of five of six counts of disorderly conduct, a.k.a. lying to police and creating an entire hoax, thus mm. making our streets much safer. 
And that makes a glorious day in Chicago. Pat, mm-hmm. how would you feel <clears throat> if, I don't know, some famous actor was in Salt Lake City filming, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And on a cold winter's night, in the middle of January, in the middle of the night, created an entire elaborate story to tell the world that a bunch of racist individuals in that city attacked them called them the n word told them it was maga maga country b word went on national television for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks then went um and had every single politician under the sun including our now current president then um running for president although not officially having run for president yet joe biden um our now vice president who was leaning towards running for president at that point how would you feel <clears throat> if all of it was made up to besmirch your city to make it seem like it's a bunch of racists running around your city committing hate crimes how would you feel about that how would you feel if somebody made that up and got sympathy um <clears throat> multi millions of dollars from making it all up how would you feel well wasting your police resources which by the way um <coughs> We're going to likely climb to about 900 murders here in this city this year. Let's see. Where where to even begin? Um, I would probably feel something like pity for that person because you are such of a pathetic excuse of a person that you have to uh, make this kind of crap up. Mm -hmm. Um, I would feel pity for my city. Mm-hmm. Because if this is what makes a city glorious or gives a city something to celebrate over, um, we're doing something very, very wrong. Um, I'm not saying, let me be clear on this too. I'm not saying that um, this isn't well-deserved. And I'm not saying that um, I don't believe that uh, – Jesse Smollett deserves to go to uh, prison. And I'm not saying that. Not just any prison. Federal pound me in the ass prison. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. I, I have an idea. Uh huh. His punishment should be sending him to an all women's prison. Why? You would enjoy federal pound me in the prison too much oh right it's not really a punishment for him right according to what came right. out in the trial by the way just right well bathhouses so my, my, cell block my, 
my 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 point <laughs> what's the difference my my point is if this is something that you you have to celebrate and feel glorious about as a city you're doing something very wrong i'm not saying you shouldn't have some sort of relief or anything like that that you got somebody that that's wasted your resources and your time and, and like i'm not saying that at all i'm just saying Chicago, you got some problems. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> we all know that. But this is a day of vindication. That's the point here. A jury say, of his peers said, mm-hmm. you a liar. You lie. You lie. You lie. Five times. Five out of six. You know what? By the way, <coughs> that sixth count that he got um, found not guilty on. What, what was it? Lying to a second cop. <laughs> that's the only one they didn't prove <laughs> so but, but he lied to a first cop because to, to for there to be a second there must be a first yeah you are correct okay. repeatedly by the way <laughs> so <clears throat> i mean don't get me wrong i think it's great and in it, it's comical to me that they are going to appeal this right but all I'm saying that is it, it is a glorious day here because justice was served, right? Because the injustice here was the thought that he could get away with this, right? The injustice of I'm going to create this and besmirch a city, which, by the way, has had its problems in the 50s and the 40s with, mm-hmm. and in the 60s with race, right? There's no right. question that Chicago had that problem. But to say that that exists today in a city as woke and progressive, quote unquote, as this one is right now, where the black members of the Chicago City Council are all Democratic Socialists of America, to suggest that this city is that racist, to have concocted this story is an affront to not just the race relations of this city per se, Pat, but here's why people in this city are so pissed because it is an affront to basic common sense. And I've said this from the very get go when we, when we've talked about this, but from the second that I heard about this story, bullshit, Why? Because of two reasons. Number one, it was 20 effing degrees below zero that night. Number two, it was, well, there's three things. Number two, it wasn't just 20 degrees below zero that night. It was like 40 mile an hour winds that night. It was one of the coldest nights I have ever experienced in my entire life. And then thirdly, the assumption that anybody who has a a MAGA forever predilection, right, or supported Donald Trump, would be dumb enough to walk around with a MAGA like like hat, a you know let's make make America great again hat, right, downtown in Chicago. The amount of stupidity that you would have to have for that to have occurred. If you're going to make up a story, at least make it believable. 
the insulting nature of how he came up with this idea is what ticks most people in this city off. Like, you thought that we would just buy this hook, line, and sinker because why? You're black and, and you deserve sympathy? It's insulting. It was then disagree. and it is now. And the fact that uh, we don't get to suffer your insults anymore is going to be phenomenal. However, he's going to appeal this because he's 100% innocent. Th this dude is sick in the head. Didn't didn't they also try to plead that he was on drugs or something that night and and uh, yeah if you if you got into the details oh god yeah 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 weed cocaine ecstasy this dude does it all and now we have a separate question when's the money gonna run out because last time I checked he hasn't worked in about two years thereabouts Great almost three yeah, now almost three because this happened in January of twenty nineteen. Well, so it's, but here, here's the other kicker, though. Like, like it, it, the money, the money's probably running up, but he's he's, he's never going to get a job again. Not not in uh, Hollywood. Not oh, in oh yes, he will. Oh yes, he will. Oh hell yes, he will, Pat. Dude's going to prison, bro. So what? Way out one little white lie. See what I did there. Versus yeah, the fact that he is um, second to top of the uh, progressive um, intersectionality pyramid. <coughs> and Hollywood loves a good redemption story, even though you're unredeemable if you're of the other persuasion. And by other persuasion, I mean not woke leftist. You get to be redeemed. Look at this. Alec Baldwin, look at every single person who has done wrong. And they get their redemption story in Hollywood. He'll get his. He'll work again in Hollywood. Of course he will. I guess it dep I mean, I guess it depends on how long he's going to prison for though, too. So the legal analysts that I have seen, here's here's what they say. Normally, a person like him would get probation. Right. Normally. However, he has shown no remorse. He continues to lie. He has continued to be combative on the stand. Right. He did all of these things. He shows no contrition. And because of the nature of what he did. It's likely he's going to actually serve some jail time. And they think somewhere between two to four years. That's why I said he should go to uh, the women's prison. That would be hell for him. On the other hand, that that might uh, straighten him out. But um, <laughs> all right. So that is the glorious best of the week. I'm going to bring you the worst of the week. If you're ready, wait a minute. That was your best of the week. That's the best story of this week. Is that? They didn't buy his BS. Oh, what were, no. what oh, were okay. the chances yeah, that yeah. a jury in the woke city of Chicago here, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're going to have sympathy and pity and then not convict him. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but they took, what, nine hours to go through all of these various charges. They took their time and they came to a conviction. They didn't just railroad him, quote unquote, in 30 minutes or less, right? He might have preferred the railroading, though. 
just done. <laughs> but here's the worst of the week, and it comes courtesy right. of um, Joseph Marionette Biden. And I quote Bob Dole. I cannot pretend that I have not been a loyal champion of my party, but have always served my country best when I did it so first and foremost as an American, or we prioritize principles over party, humanity over personal legacy. When we do that, we accomplish far more as a nation. By leading with shared faith in each other, we become America at its best. He went on to say, a beacon of hope, a source of comfort in crisis, a shield against those who threaten freedom. Our nation has certainly faced periods of division, but at the end of the day, We've always found ways to come together. We can find that unity again. Then the message said, end of message. Are you, you kidding freaking me? kidding me with this? The message said, end of message. And so said we all. Wow. How? <clears throat> Anchorman, this was a joke. What? <clears throat> no, Ron Burgundy would have done a better job here. Than also Joe true. Biden. Also true. Yeah. Go bleep yourself, San Diego. <laughs> I. I you are honoring one of the greatest of the greatest generation, right? Arguably one of the greatest of the ge greatest generation. Top top 10 that we know about, right? There are so many great people of the of that generation. Bob Dole's up there. Question. Um <clears throat> If you're the speechwriter, Right? Why would you put end of message? Just, just leave it be. Just period. That's it. There are no, <coughs> no other words. But, 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 but Andrew Coppins, uh, that's not how you write a speech. It's got to be correct. It's got to be properly outlined and punctuated. If you're putting it on a teleprompter, and, I get it, right? Because you want to mm -hmm. be able to have that visual cue that this is the end, right? So you can put the right emphasis on the right syllable. Yeah, that's all they were doing here. No, Pat. This is um, what happens when you have a dementia-riddled person running the United States of America. Yeah. And yeah. <clears throat> this is just insulting. How do you put this man in front of a camera and in front of this type of a situation and do that to him? But also, if you're Joe Biden, how do you allow this to happen for yourself, right? Because it's clear that there are times of lucidity for him. And this is the sign of, of growing dementia, right? When you pop in and out of lucidity. And the fact that he couldn't 
go he went from in and out within like five minutes is really troublesome especially considering we have a bunch of warmongers um ratcheting up the potential for war with russia and china right because we're likely to see russia try to invade ukraine and ukraine is part of nato so what the hell do we do right And that's a separate topic for a separate time. In fact, I believe that's going to be one of our topics um, as we kind of head towards uh, the end of the year. But all of that notwithstanding, Pat, um, Bob Dole deserves better than that. But how insane is it that Bob Dole and the person who played Bob Dole on Saturday Night Live both died in the same year? And so while this was the worst of the week, I'm going to, we're going to leave the second half with this. This is ABC News Nightline, reporting from Washington, Ted Koppel. The race for the 1996 Republican presidential nomination is, in a word, unique. Unique in that there are not one but two frontrunners. One is Senator Bob Dole, who declared his candidacy on April 10th of this year and has been leading comfortably in the polls ever since. The other frontrunner, if you will, is General Colin Powell, who, while not officially a candidate, would be leading Senator Dole by a wide margin should he ever enter the race. And both of these gentlemen join us this evening. General Powell, first of all, let me just ask you, it seems the American people would probably literally jump through hoops at this point in order to get you to be the chief executive officer of the United States. Would you buy that? Well, Ted, I'm, I'm flattered by all the interest, but uh, this whole thing has kind of fallen into my lap, and I, I need a little time to think it out. I mean, it's not like I've been waiting my whole life to be president. <laughs> all right. Fair enough, General. But if you decide to run, what kind of candidate are you? Democratic candidate? Republican candidate? What? Well, does it matter, Ted? <laughs> Actually, as of late, I've been uh, leaning towards running as an independent, That way I get to skip the primaries and go straight to being president. (laughs) And then I can spend primary season on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) If, in fact, you do enter the race, and at this point I know it's only speculation, have you given any thought to the team you might select to help you run this country? Well, a little. Uh, Certainly Bill Bradley will be a tremendous asset as either vice president or secretary of state. A state. Uh, perhaps I could coax uh, Mario Cuomo out of retirement to become my new attorney general. And uh, with regard to Secretary of Agriculture, I think Senator Dole here will make a wonderful like wonder. <laughs> Senator Dole, perhaps you had something to say? Uh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, just got something caught in my throat, Ted Cabo. General, your immense popularity persists despite or perhaps because of a lack of information about many of your positions. That's true it, enough, Ted Gabo. Yeah, we don't know a lot about the, the general yet. Kind of kind of mysterious. Yeah, but that's good. American people love a mystery man. An anonymous drifter skulking out of the tall weeds on the side of the road. <laughs> Hitchhiking away into Washington. Yeah, sounds like a fine choice. Senator... Now, let me just get this straight. Are you saying General Powell is some kind of troubled loner lying in wait with the intention of raping the country, or...? No, no, no. No, I'm not saying that. You're saying that, Ted Gabo. I'm saying no such thing, Senator. General Powell is a war hero. Oh, he sure is. a war hero. 
<laughs> of course, pretty easy to be a war hero nowadays. All you have to do is sit back at headquarters, pushing buttons, drinking espresso, letting Schwarzkopf do all the work while you sit in your fat ass. <laughs> back in WW. <laughs> back in WW2. I'm Bob Dole. Oh, man. That was so great. Norm freaking McDonald as Bob Dole. Well, I, I just realized this. So, so Norm, Norm McDonald passed away earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Bob Dole passed away here just this last week. Mm-hmm. Colin Powell also passed away earlier this year. Yeah. Yep. Only. And is Ted Koppel still still with us? Still kicking? I don't know, but I'll look it up. Yeah, please do. Because I wonder if all three of those are still still with us. Of course, Ted Koppel would be the one to uh, probably outlive them all. But uh, but yeah, I mean, unreal. <laughs> but I, you know, the the other part is remember when SNL was funny. <laughs> remember when impressions were good on SNL? That was spot on, Bob Dole. And the best part of this is Norm Macdonald, also in that same year, went to the MTV Video Music Awards as Bob Dole. That was amazeballs. And Bob Dole hosted SNL and did a skit with Norm Macdonald as Bob Dole that year. Bob Dole had an amazing sense of humor from everything that I have heard and, and known about. So, you know, I thought we needed a little bit of humor here, but uh, holy balls has this week been crazy, Pat. Just crazy. And for your information, Ted Koppel is still alive at 81 years old. By the way, that Daryl Hammond impression of Ted Koppel Mm -hmm. is phenomenal. Just those, like, little inflection points where Ted Koppel would, like, move his voice up or down in the middle of a word. Unbelievable to get that right. Um, When we come back, though, we're going to get your best and worst of the week. We'll crown a new Richard of the week. And, of course, we've got the Friday Fish Fry uh, to come. So, Mr. Patonia, we kind of blabbed on about Jesse Smollett and, uh, you know, his conviction and the gloriousness of of that. And the reason why it's so glorious, number one is the besmirchment, number two, the insult, and number three, I didn't even get into this, and and I got to bring it up super quick, is that how many of these hate crime hoaxes have we gone through, right? Probably more than we know. And how many of them have we known to be prosecuted, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, guess what? You're going to have to think twice because you're going to go to prison for it. Now, ironically, here in the city, the question is, well, he's only he only got convicted because he's black. That's the new line. Except for there's over two dozen of these types of cases who, oh, wait, have all been prosecuted and um, convicted here in the city since then. And, and uh, most of them from... Um, People of various races, by, by, by the way, Pat, um, mm, mm, mm. you're not going to get away with lying to the police. That That's what the message is. That notwithstanding, Pat, um, I'd be curious. What is your best story this week? 
Well, so my best story this week is going to be one I think that's going to surprise a few people. And it's my best story of the week, not for the reasons that you might think. Um, this is my best story. And I'm going to simply say this. This is my best story this week because it made me laugh uncontrollably um, yesterday. Um, and so without further ado, Hillary Clinton. Um, Why? <clears throat> Hillary Clinton. Why? Is starting a new master class. Is it a master class in how to uh, magically get other people to commit suicide? No, no. Uh, but, but is it a magical a class or a master class in um, um, how to um, kill uh, people and get away with it? No, but that would also be a great Babylon B piece. Is it a master class in? How to be a raging um, a-hole and get away with it. Also, no. Well, actually. Is it a master class in marrying into a politically connected family and hanging on to coattails? No, no, uh, no. It is a master class. On resilience. Which say what? It is a master class on resilience. Um <clears throat> uh -huh. you, you have you have a thought here? Uh um uh huh. I, it, I, folks, I think I've left him speechless. Is it a master class in how to climb a ladder? No, it's a master class on resilience. You know, being resilient. Resilient from what? Being uh, immune from prosecution, from killing, I mean, suiciding other people? Potentially. What exactly has she been resilient from that hasn't been of her own making, Pat? Because I get it, right? The argument is, well, my husband cheated on me. And, and you are the one who chose to stay with him afterwards. You're the one who has accepted all of his pervertedness and perversions and whatever you want to call it. You are the one who has chosen this. And you chose it because you wanted to climb your way up the political ladder. Maybe but, but, it's but resilience it, over how to overcome only winning one election. But but Andrew Coppins is still becoming president after losing the 2016 general election to Donald Trump. And, and I want you to think about that, Pat. I want you to uh -huh. think about this. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Real quick, like. Mm hmm. She is, I, maybe the resilience here, the resiliencenessness, or resiliency, I should say, is 
that she was such an unlikable human being that a celebrity reality TV show host, multi-time bankrupt celebrity who is credibly accused of multiple sexual harassment lawsuits mm-hmm. still beat your ass to become president of the United States. Maybe that's the resilience or resiliency that she's talking about here. Is you are such an unlikable human being that people still want to hear you speak somehow after you got your ass kicked by a celebrity to become president of the United States. Well, I mean, that's one way of putting it. But but here's here's where I why I'm laughing. So or is it or is the resiliency? being able to overcome losing to a first-time senator from the state of Illinois and then becoming his secretary of state only to become so unlikable that you got removed as secretary of state and then still winning the Democratic Party nomination despite the fact that um, they became increasingly woke heading into 2016. Or is it overcoming... The multitude of cigars that her husband enjoyed over the years. And, and maybe or, she has asthma. And so she has the resiliency the of, of overcoming the, the smokiness. Mm-hmm. Here, here's, here's why I find this to be, because if you remember after she lost the 2016 election. She didn't there lose were the 2016 of- election, Pat. How many times do we have to go over this? She didn't lose the 2016 election. Didn't she, though? The, the white supremacy of the Electoral College oh, beat hmm. Hillary Clinton. She's so, the most so, popular person until um, Joe Biden to have ever run for pre- Wait, what? No, she's not. But she, she basically lost her crap. Um. When when she lost, there were there were actually some corroborated stories on this about how she just went back crap crazy. She went full she Kamala. She lost, huh? She went full Kamala, or did Kamala learn that? And maybe that's it. The master cr- class on mm-hmm. resiliency that she taught Kamala Harris, because I feel like Kamala mm-hmm. Harris is Hillary Clinton. Just the minority version of Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm being serious about that. They literally have almost the same story. Yeah, they have a very yeah. You're right. That's actually that's actually true. But but here, here I I thought of a couple of taglines. I thought that would be pretty good for this masterclass. Life got you down. Remember, Hillary Clinton is teaching a masterclass. Suffering from paps. Watching Hillary Clinton's masterclass will straighten you right out. <laughs> Wouldn't that be caps? Not paps. Clinton attracted person syndrome. We'll see. The way I was thinking it is, if you are if you are suffering from paps being you know partly attracted to Jen Psaki, um, you know 
um, Hillary Clinton and all of her craziness would uh, straighten you right out because um, see, Jen Psaki is right in that crowd. See, Pat, it, it's uh, it's got to be a caps Clinton attracted uh, person syndrome. Okay, does that even exist? Does anybody really have that? Well, apparently, a lot of people were attracted to Willie. <laughs> um, but um, as for Hillary, I don't know. But think about this: if you're suffering from caps. Just listen to Hillary Clinton speak for an hour. So, so wait a minute. Wouldn't wouldn't that be WAPS? No, no. Hold up, Pat, 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 Pat. Here what, it is. What? What? Are you suffering from caps? Clinton attracted person syndrome. If so, we have a master class in how to cure yourself. In one hour, you will get to hear. Hillary Clinton in all of her accent glory because she ain't no ways tired and all of her gloriousness because I mean seriously Pat if you've ever heard Hillary Clinton talk you're uh-huh. you literally will go running the other way she is the second worst public speaker I've ever seen on this level fair enough Joe Biden being the first. Joe Biden is a terrible public speaker. He always has been. Fair enough. So there's your way, right? Mm-hmm. Are you suffering from caps? Well, in this one hour master class, Hillary Clinton will assuage you of that uh, uh, of that notion just by simply speaking. They'll cure you of caps and prevent you from getting the waps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel free to use that, by the way, Defenders Live. Feel free. Yeah. And and by the way, sorry I couldn't make it to uh, Defenders Live last night. They um got a hold of me to try to get onto the show as they were talking about some of the numbers around uh, COVID and stuff like that. And uh, uh, happened to mm-hmm. not be home. I was like, really? The one time, the one time I'm not sitting at home. But anyway, um, so that's your best of the week. What about your worst of the week? Real quick. My worst of the week actually comes from a, well, this is going in the world of sports, but this is coming from an article that is posting about the worst fan bases in college football. Hold up. How is this the worst of the week? Um, Explain. This, This came... This came from an article putting BYU in the top 20 of the Ohio State. Ohio State was up there too. I have a feeling that's where this is going. (laughs) Um, Well, okay. So, so here's, here's the thing. So, so number two was Ohio State. Okay. Um, And the reason they gave, and this is, this is, this is the thing that, that, that irritates me on this is that, they yell at fans. My question here is: They yell at fans. Yeah. Who? What does that Who's mean? They? The, 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 apparently, the fans at Ohio State. What does that mean? They yell at fans. Does that mean like, "Hey, bro, that was an awesome score," or is it like, "Hey, bro, your team sucks"? Like, like, which is it? Like, I, I mean, like. I, it's too vague of a response, right? Like, 
Um, they, they yell at they yell at other fans. What does that mean? Now, I would put Ohio State in the top three of the most obnoxious fan bases in the Big Ten. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying that they don't belong in the most obnoxious fan. That, that's not my argument. My okay. argument is the reason why. Okay, that's fair enough. I don't. I don't. I don't understand why that. So then, then here's here's the other thing. So they 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 put BYU at number twenty. Because they're number one, aren't they? No. And I'll tell you who number one here is in a minute. Um, But no, they put BYU in at 20 saying that they're arrogant and they think they're better than everybody, which is true, by the way. But um, I don't think they're deserving of number 20. I think they're deserving of number two. Um, And number one, by the way, is Alabama. For the same reason as BYU. They think they're arrogant and better than everybody. But here's here's my problem with this. Aren't they? Aren't they? How many national titles have they won in the last Right, 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 years? right. No, I get it. I so, get that. Um, but I've also experienced this fan base, and they're pretty full of themselves, no oh, matter no, what. I, 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 don't, I don't disagree. They were full of themselves when they were crap. When they were seven and five for like multiple years after, you know, that that whole set that between Bear Bryant and uh, Nick Saban, when they were crap, they believed that they are still God's gift and the rightful heirs to college football supremacy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, well, um, now, having said that, though, Pat, mm-hmm. um, I do enjoy number 22 on this list. Uh, Iowa. No, the University of Wisconsin and their reason, get too drunk. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's fair enough. Um, I like that Arizona State is on this list because they're awful. Their fans are freaking awful. But I, I, I will say this about this list, Pat. If we were just coming up with the Big Ten list, there's a big, big miss here. Because at number 18 are the Michigan State Spartans. Uh-huh. They should probably be in the top three nationally. Yeah. I have never met, and this is the problem I have with Michigan State fans. I, I, I know a lot of them, and all but one of them has this problem. They believe... That it is their birthright, just like Alabama believes that it's their birthright, to be top of the heap, right? But then they top that with the sprinkling of little brother syndrome. Yeah. They get picked on and... and, and meh, 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 meh. You can't possibly be as arrogant as you are and then think that you're being picked on at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, they're kind of like the Scott Farkas, if you will, to give a good uh, holiday reference of college football. That, that's who I believe Michigan State to be. Do you do you know who number one should be? You're going to say Michigan, aren't you? I'm going to say the Canada Giant Weasels. No way. No way. Have you no met their fans? No way. Yes, I have. have. I've been fans? around their fans a ton. They're, they're no way near as bad as the overall Ohio State fan base or Michigan State. 
It's Michigan State, Ohio State, Michigan. One, two, and three in the Big Ten. <laughs> I'll take Ohio take State's your, Take your Ohio State no. scarlet-colored uh-uh. glasses off. Uh-uh. Yep. Uh-uh. It's not even close, uh-uh. Pat. Not even close between these two. Oh, it's, 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 it's there. It's totally there. No. Now, my Wisconsin Badgers are probably top four or five on that list. I would also argue that you might want to put um, Iowa fan up there. I, the other question I have here, too, is uh, how did Utah State not make this list? Because nobody cares. If, if, if we're going to put BYU as arrogant to think they're better than everybody, how did Utah State not make this list? Well, see, Arizona at number 17 is is on there, too, because they use foul language. This is just a dumb list, but um, it is a dumb list. The worst behaved conferences, SEC, then the Big Ten, the Big 12, the Pac-12 and the ACC. See, I would put the ACC ahead of the Pac-12 only because is the Pac-12 really relevant? Their own fans don't give yeah. a crap. No. So I mean, there's, certain, there's certain fan bases within the Pac-12, but as a whole, no. Having said all of that, Pat, um, I, mm. I, I, I think it's time. For us to move on. Okay. I think it's time for it's us time. to play the B or not the B. All right, Pat. So it's time for the B or not the B. Uh, lay that headline on me, please. Quickly. Got a lot to get to. All righty. Biden warns Russia that if they invade Ukraine, America will evacuate haphazardly and leave 86 billion of weapons behind. Biden warns Russia that if they invade Ukraine, America will evacuate haphazardly and leave $86 billion in weapons behind. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. While you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, it's the weekend. Um, college football is more or less done for the next week or so until bowl season starts. But tailgating is still a thing. So if you haven't yet, go to Cat Coolers. Christmas is coming up. You need that extra storage as well. Go to catcoolers.com. Use the promo code Mojo50 and get 10% off your purchase today. It's catcoolers.com. Promo code Mojo50. Get 10% off your purchase today. Very Joe Biden of you right there, Pat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean. But that notwithstanding, um, I'm going to go with this being... um, the Babylon Bee. Uh, you, you really had to stop and think about that one for a minute. No. Are you sure? So the only thing that gives me pause about this is that that usually these types of headlines are too long for the Babylon Bee. Uh-huh. And it's oddly specific, but it's uh-huh. specific enough to be a reference to the fact that we left $87 billion worth of uh, stuff in Afghanistan. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go with the uh, Babylon B here. Okay. Well, you would be correct. This is the Babylon B. Merry Christmas to me. Merry Christmas to me. I, I don't think I need to go into the article today for the sake of time because I think the headline speaks for itself, first of all. Um, so should we, uh, should we do the Rich of the Week? It is that glorious time of the week. Pat, hit us with the four nominees this week for Richard of the Week. 
Well, we have uh, Jesse Smollett, Smollett, Jesse Smollett. I can never say his name right. I think we would just um, say just for having that name. The top half of the show. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Just for having that name that's unpronounceable. Yeah, I know, right, right. Um, then we have Don the Lemon for allegedly uh, getting involved in the Jesse Smollett case, kind of like uh, Chris Cuomo did with uh, his brother. Mm-hmm. And also being an uh, all-around stand-up guy. I know. Then we have our Pino in chief, President Joseph Marionette Biden, for his um, well crap speech at the uh, at Bob Dole's funeral. Also for telling the insanely inaccurate. Amtrak story for the sixth time this year. Ugh. Folks, if you haven't heard the story, the story goes something like this. Um, while flying on Air Force Two, he learned of the fact that he had accumulated a million miles, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he goes and gets on his daily commute in Amtrak and is told by this uh this um, old time conductor that he knows and, and has known for years, right? Mm-hmm. That they they have gone ahead and added up all of the miles that he has taken, and he actually has had more than a million miles on Amtrak, right? And he goes on and tells this story. Um, how dementia riddled is he, Pat? Just just out of curiosity. Um, well, the uh, the the guy that's supposed to be able to corroborate the story, uh, dead, retired. Not just retired, de- um, dead. Yeah. Dead by the time that this is supposed to have happened. Not even alive, dead. Yep. Then, dead. then secondly, Pat, you are correct. He has also had been retired for like 20 years at that point. Before this happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are also multiple other things of this story that, no, no, this couldn't have happened at this specific time in question. Just, just never happened. Mm-hmm. Literally, he's making up or potentially putting bits and pieces of stories that have been put together throughout the years into one story that happened at one time. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay. And then who else do we have? Well, our last our last nominee for this week is going to be, unfortunately for me, Kirk Herbstreet. Because uh, he was talking about how everyone was whining about a non-Power 5 conference team getting into the college football playoff. And then it finally happened with the University of Cincinnati making it this year. And that people can't whine anymore about the small guy not getting a chance. Um, I think this kind of proves the whole point that people have been trying to make for years and years and years. It is nearly impossible for the group of five undefeated champion to make it into the college football playoff. Nearly impossible because for Cincinnati to have done this, they had to have been really, really freaking good for multiple years. And, and one undefeated. slip up. One. And undefeated. Right. One slip up last year cost them. One slip up two years ago cost them. They've ha- they've had to be almost perfect for three years in a row mm-hmm. to get it. And it was just the smugness of all of it. Just yep. the smug nature of all of it. Oh, I, I don't have the clip. Uh, I wish I did, but holy smokes. I saw this live and I was like, you ass. 
Yeah. It, now, he was being a, very much a pompous ass. Having said that, please reveal this week's Richard of the Week. This week's Richard of the Week is going to be Joseph Marionette Biden. Yeah, there's nothing more Richard mm. than um, reading a speech that you care nothing about. Yeah. And also, now, he may yeah. care about Bob Dole because they've been together. You know, they were together for a very long time in, in Congress and Senate and all that stuff. Right. And right. I'm not doubting that. But what I am doubting is the fact that he knows what the hell is going on. Right. Now, having said that, uh, Pat, um, there's one story that we need to highlight here in the Friday Fish Fry. So the story that we need to highlight here is that um, there will be a new German chancellor or prime minister, not chancellor, excuse me. Whoops. Holy Freudian World War II slip. But there's a new prime minister, right, in um, in Germany coming on. Angela Merkel is going to be gone. And his name is Olaf Schultz, not S-C-H-U-L-T-Z, but Spelled differently. But Germany is not locked down enough, Pat. Really? You see, because uh, Olaf has decided that um, they're going to be more restrictive when it comes to COVID-19. You have to show a vaccine passport. Uh, you can't leave your house Unless you are have that passport for any reason other than going to, I believe, the hospital. And then, oh, um, <clears throat> also, you're going to be fined like 8300 American dollars. And why if you don't did get Germany vaccinated, let this happen? So uh, what, what, what possible thing could you do, Olaf? That would make things even more restrictive. Um, are you going to really tell us you're going to put people into camps? They don't get vaccinated. <laughs> I mean, is that where we're going here? I'm pretty sure that's where this is going. And on that wonderful note, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And to prevent caps... Don't get the WAPs and stay away from the PAPs. Please be smart, be safe, be kind, have a great weekend, and as always, Matthew 547. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.